The following radio program has been approved for broadcast by the Federal Communications Commission and is in compliance with all community standards. <coughs> Thank you. 94.7 The Pulse. Well, hey, it's Friday and uh, you're with Sam and not Aaron. <laughs> you're with Sam and Steve. G'day. This is Steve. Distinctly not Aaron. Distinctly not. Well, yeah, or either that or there's some few, there's a few things about Aaron we haven't told you. Um, so no, Steve- I just have a cold. <laughs> so Aaron is not with us this week because she's unwell. So we have Steve and Steve is, uh, he's... You're from a band. Well, you you were in a band for ages, weren't you? Yeah, You've long always, time. Long yeah, time. long time. Long you time. still are, or uh, look, uh, we're laying dormant. Okay, we're laying. You're dormant. on hiatus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you know, you turn thirty and <laughs> life. Life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've known Steve what for fifteen years or thereabouts. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, come politely come down from the other side of Melbourne uh, to help me today to co-host. So uh, it's lunchtime. It's well 1pm on a Friday, and you're listening to Grounded on 94.7 The Pulse. Thank you to Food for Thought before us. Uh, now, we're going to jump straight into it. Well, we'll run through what happened last week. Steve, you weren't here, obviously. Yep, no. <laughs> no. Uh, so, last week we had uh, Velvet Bloom from Melbourne. We had Brisbane Indie Poppers, Dad's Fastest Swimmers. This is the best nice. band name ever. Uh, a new single from Memphis LK, a new one from Flimsy Lohan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a real name. Yeah, love it, love it. <laughs> um, the two Zimbabwe-born Melbourne hip-hop artists, Fungi and uh, I can't remember who was featuring on his track. We'll get to that. Um, and then Melbourne producer and songwriter Ricky Crisp, which is just a really fun word to say. <laughs> Good mouthfeel. <laughs> Crisp. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Good mouth. It, it's got all the mouth feels. So uh, now this week we've got we've got a really good week actually. So we have uh, local fellow Geelongians. I'm going to pronounce this Fado. I'm assuming it's Fado. Um, and then we've got Townsville indie pop roots artist Taylor Young, and we've got a new single from the Queenslander Jeremy Neal. We've got Melbourne outfit Hachiku Hachiku. I'm just going to, yep, take a stab. Uh, Melbourne Alt Rockers, Cold Words, and Brisbane Trio, The June Rats. Ah. Yes. Yes. You're a fan? Yeah. You know of? Yeah. Oh, good. So we've got a new one from them. Yes. Um, Now we're going to kick straight into it with Fado. These guys actually dropped off a CD to The Pulse. It's a new album called Beyond Divisions. And so they're a five-piece garage psych rock band. Which is you're gonna love all the subgenres okay. that yeah, come. Yeah, look, no, 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 no. Give me, give me the most um, uh, uh, absurdly fastidiously detailed subgenres. Oh, they're uh, amazing. Yeah, they're just yeah. they're they're yeah. No, I'm all I'm all about it. <laughs> if there's a niche, they've found it. Uh-huh. So, so they've just released uh, their debut album on October 31st. So this is still this is a week old, um, and. Their influences range from the OCs and Pond to Pink Floyd, which is an interesting combo. Um, now, this is what this is what they've written. They make fuzz rock sounds that waxes heavy and wanes psychedelic, sharp hooks, straight ahead, hard hitting, full of aggressive songwriting and compelling guitar melodies. Thought? Well, they would say that about themselves, <laughs> wouldn't they? No. 
<laughs> so, uh, so that's um, that's that's an interesting description. I'll, I'll be not... the judge of what guitars <laughs> are compelling. <laughs> well, no. you, uh, it's it's nice having a, a proper musician in here that can give oh, me. No, that uh, <laughs> my, my opinions won't get you very far. Oh, okay, all right, that's fine. Um, so you can actually catch these guys. On tomorrow night at Saturday um, on the 9th of November at the Workers Club. So have a listen and uh, head down and support them. Tickets probably won't be that very, won't be very much. So, um, yeah, so this is Fado with Beyond Divisions. Welcome back. You're on Grounded on 94.7 The Pulse with Sam and Steve. G'day. Yeah, that's Steve. Erin's not here because she sucks. Nah, because she's sick, really. I probably shouldn't be too harsh on her. So that was uh, Fado with Beyond Divisions. That's the title track of their new album, which was released a week ago. So super duper fresh. And again, you can catch them at the Workers Club tomorrow night, 9th of November. 
You yeah. could you could smell the garage on that. You could, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I did. can picture it. You're standing on like old bottle caps, and the carpet just reeks. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. You've been there. I've been there. You've been there. <laughs> now I just I I wanted want to have a chat. Where did in volume start? Um. Oh my God. High school. High school. High school. Um. I. It was. How like, many years ago is that for you? That. <laughs> uh. Two thousand. Two? Okay, yeah, right. Huh. Long time. Yeah, I'm a fossil. <laughs> nah. He, he screams and crumbles into dust. No, nah, um, there's still life in you yet. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um, some mates got guitars and a drum kit for Christmas one year. I waited around till my birthday the following July to get a bass guitar and we played awful new metal, <laughs> awful new metal, uh, for a few years. Have and then you we still actually... got those demos oh, lying I've around got somewhere? Everything. Oh. I am. I'm a hoarder. We're going to have to all... dig all that up and just play like the very first demo track yeah. that you've. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have so many EPs that were just rejected. <laughs> by, by, you no. But then, you know, you have to have a few rejects before you get to the good stuff, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you can't exactly. just write a complete masterpiece overnight. It's a, you well, gotta... we thought we'd be playing the big day out 2003, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I look, like all good bands, you had lofty ambitions. And, you know, some some, some make it. and then Start so... <laughs> from the bottom, now we're here, Mom. <laughs> That's right. 2002, Garage, 2003, yeah. big day out main stage. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, why the bass? Um, uh, cause they needed one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be the best. You're just, so you're just much. filling the demand, really. There's <laughs> That's no... <laughs> right. That's right. You just wanted to be in a band. Yeah, That's absolutely. Like, how is it being, just out of curiosity, how is it being a bass player? Because yeah. every other instrument in a band seems to attract a groupie like following, uh-huh. except the bass player. <laughs> See, that's what you would assume. Mm. However, look, the way I've always, and, and, and maybe this is just, um, maybe this is just me kind of like trying to lie to myself for my own, like <laughs> false sense of security. That's fine. We but, all do but that. One saying that I've, I, I, I heard some years ago and that's always kind of stuck with me is like, you know, people, um, you know, people remember guitar riffs and they sing along, uh, to, to lyrics, but they always dance to the bass. Mm, and okay. that, was, that was something that, you know, I'm like, yeah, God damn it, I'm valid. <laughs> so you're subtly influencing yeah, them. Yeah, that's you're right. Like it's the, on a subconscious, yeah, like, yeah. You're like the sneaky creep in the background, that's just what all the, hovering. Yeah, just somewhere in the periphery. <laughs> yeah, no, all those, like, you know, sub-frequencies just kind of... <laughs> you're like, I'm influencing yeah. you. You just don't know it. Rewiring neural <laughs> pathways. Uh, I've always wanted to know that because it just seems, it just seems like the, the band member that's lost by the wayside. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. But you contribute I mean, so much to the actual makeup of the music. It's, it's the unsung hero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look. And I think there's a nobility in that. Bass players around the world, we salute you. Yeah. We're with you, man, all the way. <laughs> 
Um, now, we're going to move into our next track, which is Taylor Young. So she's, and she is young, ironically. Uh, she's a singer-songwriter from Townsville at the ripe old age of 22. And uh, she had da- apparently dabbled in music growing up, but now has plunged headfirst into the northern Queensland music scene and has taken off pretty quickly. Uh, she was heavily influenced when she was younger by the likes of Paul Kelly, The Waifs, and Colin Hay. Good and pedigree. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a good, it's yeah. a good lineup. Yeah, if you yeah. have to be inspired by, by anyone. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. You're, you're they're your well, staple well. Australian artists, really. Mm-hmm. And she's also been compared to the likes of Julia Stone and Missy Higgins. Okay. So I think where the Missy Higgins comes in is the Australian accent. Oh, the twang. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Like yeah. where you, you're like, that person I mean, is you gotta 100% put, yeah. you gotta pure put blood that cultural brand That's on it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like they overemphasize the yeah, yeah the accent in uh, and I'm not sure if that does that make us endearing to other people? Is that is that an endearing? You'd thing? have to ask a non-Australian <laughs> for, for an unbiased. <laughs> anyway, any, anyone from who's overseas, you know, let us know. Is it is our accent Endearing or irritating. Yeah, that's right. Is it a cheese grater or is it, you know, Morgan Freeman-like? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We want to know. So, um, through those influences, she developed the ability, apparently, to tell a story with her songs in a traditional way. Um, So, she released her debut single earlier this year. So, she's very, very, very new. Cool. and she followed it up basically straight up with another one. So this is her third release track or single. Uh, so it's called With the Fire. And apparently it's about being in a long distance relationship and missing the person you love and their family. There's a bit of self-reflection in there as well as to why I left and my struggle being back in my hometown with my own family. So, yeah, she's so got some some deep issues in there, and she's only twenty two, and she has got a lovely voice. Uh, so anyway, this is Taylor Young with the oh with <laughs> with the fire. The night where you are, but if you could just answer your phone, I need a warm conversation. I'm on my own Cause I've been trying to prove myself But I only prove myself wrong And they don't see me trying They've been looking down for so long
There we go. So that was Taylor Young with with the fire is the name of the track. So I'm not saying with with twice, accidentally. It's uh, what are your thoughts? That was pretty. Yeah, isn't it? She's got a really lovely soft voice, and yeah, I, I yeah. get where the Julia Stone was, thing comes in. It's very silky. Yeah, didn't, didn't have didn't have that kind of yeah. <laughs> what we were worried it's about. A- <laughs> <laughs> we were talking Harsh about nasal it. quality. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, it's easy listening, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go into music news, and normally Aaron and I do some sort of uh, sweep on the go, like music news, 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 news. So that'll do. I like it. <laughs> uh, now. I'm a bit light on news this week, actually, but we'll make do. Uh, First download lineup dropped. Now, I've been waiting for this since last year, and I'm not sure how to feel about it. Yeah. Thoughts are are being had. Mm, So, it's it's gotten mixed responses online. Um, But Anything online does. Yeah, I know, I know. But apparently, a few people have lost their minds over... The fact that My Chemical Romance is headlining, but in a good way. Yeah, it's, it's a band yeah. that means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, I guess so. And it's it's been, well, I, I was just talking about this, but I think it's almost staple emo, staple emo genre. But yeah. that, I don't know, maybe that's just me. Um, so they're, head, they're, they're the headline, which is confusing to me. Yeah. Because just based on the metal festivals that I've been to in the past, they wouldn't ordinarily be a headliner. No, but being a reunion after so long, that's a big draw. Yeah, that's true. But in saying that, Rage Against the Machine is also reforming, reforming. and I touring do- next year. Yeah. Uh, what, are there Australian dates for Rage Against the Machine? I, I, I didn't see any. I think there, and this is, this is they're so, it's going to be an expensive year, <laughs> is 2020, oh, I, because... I'm already aching. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's a hello credit card. So, um... They're teasing Australian uh, dates, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. But there's there's so many massive bands that are touring next year. Because, like, um, my mates were, like, uh, after after Metallica cancelled, mm. uh, Slipknot was kind of like, oh, well, Slipknot are coming to download. That's yeah. the same time. No. No. Like, no. No, they're not. It's completely left yeah. in the lurch. So, well, yeah, and Slipknot was sort of scrambling... To like what it was sort of what do we do now? Yeah. Like, do we do an Australian gig? Do we still come? What do we do? So I'm not really sure what their plans are, but I don't think. But I was fully expecting like a, a download bill. Yeah, but look, yeah, I'm happy with a lot of the bands that I'm seeing on it. Yeah, I'm not. I would love to see Deftones. Any excuse to see Deftones? Yeah, again? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so who mm, followed? So followed by My Chemical Romance is Jimmy Eat World. I've seen them before. They're really yeah, good fun. Yeah. Um, and Clutch, which was an interesting Hell one. Yeah. Yeah, oh. so and it is their only Australian Hell tour, yeah. like was, their only Australian gig. I don't know whether it was like some sort of prophetic kind of crystal ball moment, but like <laughs> all of last week, I've been listening to pretty much nothing but Clutch. Just <laughs> oh, I had the urge. You've willed it. I you've willed, willed it, it into like existence. A, it's like a dream board yeah. kind of thing. Oh, what else can you will into existence? Um. Hmm. We'll find out. Yeah, Stay tuned. Leave we'll find it with out. Me. <laughs> Maybe chocolate. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I'm small. Yeah. I'm very very easily impressed. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I was expecting them to kind of pull a rabbit out of a hat because of the amount of new albums that have dropped from massive headliners. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, made in the fact that they're touring next year in April, which is, uh, it's mere weeks away from the download date, which is also my birthday. So I can't not go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Ramstein new album, 
Oh yeah. So they're gonna that, yeah. That new album slaps. Yeah, I'd, it's interesting. It's very um. It's very Ramstein. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That's a good way to put it. It's very Ramstein. Um, so they've got a new album which they will more than likely be touring soon. I yep. would imagine in 2020. Yep. Then we've got Rage, who will probably tour in 2020. Then we've got Tool, who will tour no. in 2020. Yeah. Um, and I think there's uh, not off the top of my head, but I know that there's a few others that yep. have either released new albums or have teased yeah, an Australian some, tour some, next some big year. Names. Yeah. yeah, so it's interesting to me that they're, and I know that this is only round one of the announcements. Yeah, of course. Um, but it's interesting that they didn't have someone bigger on the bill as the headliner. Yeah, I mean, this has happened before. Yeah. This has happened before. Like, I, I Was it download? But I remember. Seeing an announcement, this was for a, fa- I must have been down because there are no other really big heavy festivals anymore. There was Soundwave yeah. and then that died. No, and... but yeah, I saw, I must have been downloaded. It was like uh, headlining disturbed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, see, even. In, it, it, mm. in, yeah, in yeah. this day and age, that's, yeah. that's not like maybe big... Maybe in the late 90s, early noughties, yeah. they would have been massive. But uh, I don't know. He's get, Dave can still sort of belt it out, though. He's got... He I have mixed feelings on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people do. I think it's a love or hate sitch. Yeah. Um, but I can appreciate his voice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it's come a long way. Yeah, and I thought well, I think they almost have too many albums and too many. <laughs> what are we up to now? I don't even know what we're up to. There's a lot of albums. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, Seven Dust have a lot of albums too, yeah. and I friggin' love Seven Dust. So, and not they they definitely don't. They're not full of mm. tracks that I could listen to from start to finish. But uh, Aussie band playing uh, download that I'm super psyched about. Uh, their album just came out, I think, last week. Yep. They're a Melbourne band called Thornhill. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. Are, give me, give me a, like, what are they like? Who oh, are they? A they, comparison. Oh, okay. Hang on. Hang on. They are kind, well, they're genty, but not like gimmicky genty. Okay. They're still like, uh, I, the song I first heard of theirs was like, oh, wow. You can still do some pretty interesting things with power chords. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's heavy. That sounds like the name of a title. Yeah. Like the name of an album. Yeah. <laughs> interesting things with power chords. Yeah, but it's um very, it's not like guttural screams or anything like that. It's very ethereal, very up there kind of high vocals and um kind of like, interesting. kind of like if like Carnival got really mm. genty. Oh, Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I yeah. think that Thornhill is the name of the yeah. band. Yeah. All right. Check them out. Especially if they're Melbourne locals they as well. Are. Then they would play. Yeah. Uh, hypothetically, a lot of local gigs, which is good because mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we need more of those, yeah, especially so, down here. Yeah. Their their new album just came out. I think it's called like the Dark Pool or something like that. I have to refresh yeah. my memory. Yeah. Well, we may need to yeah, yeah. get onto them and ha- maybe have a play. We're gonna do. Erin and I keep talking about this, but we are going to do it. We're doing a, a two part metal special. Nice. Um. So when oh god. They goes my laptop again. So when that happens, uh, we'll give them a spin. Mm-hmm. Um, now, also, I've ov- obviously mentioned the fact that I made in a touring. So that's in April 2020. Um, Dolly Parton has a Netflix series. Oh, yeah, Aww. right. I know. So it's dropping on November 22nd, and it's called Dolly Parton's Heartstrings. 
Nice. So, so basically, it's showcasing memories and inspirations of her country music career. Okay. So it's Got it's it. like eight. There's eight stories in there. So it's I think it's like an eight episode series. Series. Uh-huh. Great. I, I mean, she's probably got a lot of stories to tell, given yeah. that she's about a hundred and five. Yeah. 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 And she's still she kind of looks a little bit terrifying now. I think I haven't seen a, a and recent. And she. Do you know she actually has, writes children's books too. Classic. Yeah. Classic Dolly. She's one of, yeah, she's one of those people that just cracks out random and, and just appears in random yeah, things. Like yeah. but she's still she still can belt out a tune or she's two. A force. So oh yeah, yeah. And she's um she's quintessential country. So really. is it like a dramatized is it a, like who's playing I'm not Dolly Part? Sure. No, it doesn't yeah. have a lot of details. So okay. I mean hang tight because November twenty second's not far away. It's just around but the corner. Is it yeah. yeah, that's right. So yeah, to have a look at the uh, Netflix series the trailer's out, so okay. watch that. Um so yeah that'll be interesting. And my last little bit of news, which is not really news but it kind of is, is that Limpiscuit are still copping flack over the death of uh, Jessica Michalik. So this is big day out in oh, yeah ah uh, like two thousand yeah oh, in the noughties. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, early early yeah, noughties. yeah yeah so uh, for those that are not familiar um, she died in the Limp Bizkit mosh pit mm-hmm. and. Uh, kind of responsible for why we have D barriers yeah, now, exactly. if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that you know, swarms that crowd of people swell can't doesn't get crushing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, every every time Limp comes to Australia now, they uh, dedicate probably about five minutes to talking about her, yeah. and they have a massive photo of her and a backdrop and everything else, and and basically stress the importance of looking after each other in the pit. They want to do the right and, thing. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I think they they didn't tour Australia for almost a decade. I'm yeah. pretty sure after that happened, and I'm pretty sure because that happened, you don't necessarily associate Limp Biscuit with humility. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, they, they, they're doing their bit in drawing attention to the uh, potential dangers of yeah, a pit and how to look after each so other and everything cl- else. what are they copping flat for? So, apparently the security guard or has come out and a couple of people who were in the crowd have now come out and made new statements Basically pinning it on Limp Biscuit. So the so one of the security guards basically turned around and said um, that he was there yelling at Fred Durst mm-hmm. to turn the music off or to stop the music because there were people who were struggling. And apparently uh, Fred ignored him and just kept playing. So... Um, and then there was a one chick that was in the crowd saying, I saw people trying to be pulled out. I saw screaming. I saw people in pain. So I think... I don't think that's necessarily something that's in the band's control. Correct. That seems more like a, a crowd control a problem. promoters kind yeah. of to, to ensure the safety of the punters. Exactly. And also security guards as well. I mean, there's a, there's a limited amount of yeah. security guards, so there's only I mean, so much it, they can look, do. It was a bad situation. Exactly. And there, there are so many variables that contributed to yeah. a, a death yeah. in a festival, and I don't think that it's fair... To blame it on the band. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, there's so there's a... Check it out. Oh, sorry, it was 2001. So, Ooh. check it out. There's a whole bunch of statements from security guards and patrons and everything else basically saying... Why now? It was a da- I know. It's bizarre, isn't it? Why, I mean, they toured... Why bring that they back They played up? Download they're, last year. They've they been were back. Here. Yeah, yeah, they've been back twice. 
now. And I've seen them both times. And like I said, both times they, they mention it, they draw attention to it. They're not trying to hide it or mm, pretend mm, that it yeah. didn't happen. But yeah, so I, it's, it's weird that um, it's being dragged out of the mud now. I think yeah. it might be because it's 10, uh, well, no, it's not 10 years. No. no. It does, it's just a, a yeah. weird scenario. Uh, like. Yeah. yeah. So I, don't I don't like know. it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. No, sir. I don't like <laughs> I it. I don't like it. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go to a quick break and then we're going to come back and listen to a song called Shark Attack. Yeah. Okay. You, you heard. <laughs> now, now, I will hold my Jaws references until the end of the song because I'm nice like that. So we will be back in a minute. The Pivotonian Cinema, Geelong's only independent cinema. Proudly serving Leftbridge wines and local beers. Enjoy a wide range of cinema snacks, including hot and tasty jaffles, popcorn and house-made choc tops. For sessions, see pivotcinema.com.au. The Pivotonian Cinema at the corner of Moorabool and Verna Streets, South Geelong. Quality films every day. Station sponsor. Did you know your favourite program on The Pulse is created by volunteers who donate their time every week to bring you the radio you love? You can also contribute to your favourite program by taking the time once a year to subscribe to The Pulse. Visit our website at 947thepulse.com or phone 5225-947 during business hours. Subscribe now and help keep your favourite program pumping. back. Uh, now, we're going to go to a band called Hachiku. Now, it sounds kind of uh, Hachiku, it, 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 Japanese influence, you would think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what it translates to, so couldn't find any info on that. But oh. basically, uh, this, is, this, is what I, <laughs> this is what they've written. Uh, known for their self-produced dream pop jams, all dewy guitars, layered drum machines, and textured ambience topped off with Ostendorf's off, uh, oft-breathy voice. So Ostendorf, um, Annika Ostendorf is the, the leader of the band, essentially, okay. and the, the, um, the front, front person. So uh, they're a Melbourne outfit. They released their self-titled debut album in 2017, so they're still fairly newish. Cool. Um, so she, Annika, was born in Michigan, and she kind of bounced around um, with her family between London and Germany and America. So she's she's been around the traps. Uh, she started her first band at seven years old. <laughs> I'm not sure if I this counts, it. but it was called Tutti Fruity. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some like old YouTube footage of Tutti Fruity that you could dig up that's, uh, you know, not the... I'll get, not my, the, I'll get my people onto it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Tutti Fruity. Uh, apparently wrote all the songs herself. Yeah. What, <laughs> so, <laughs> what a prodigy. So, I know, I know. So, and she's one of those... Um, one of those people that were just super talented when they were really little. And then it's, it's, I know they were born with talent and they just stop being talented yeah. naturally. It's really annoying for us people that have to, you know, work at it. Yeah. Or, or, or <laughs> you know, God forbid, you know, it takes a lot of effort to fake it. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is true. You just kind of need the confidence about it. So, um, she apparently, so she came to Australia for 12 months, um, on a holiday or a holiday visa, I think. And in that time, she interned at Milk Records. So that's where she got a big break. So she ended up landing a record deal. 
through that. Um, and she just basically drew uh, a few band members and that had had been in different bands Got and was sort of collective happening. Yeah, and- was sort of masters of their craft and then made what is now Hachiku. So uh, they're touring Europe at the moment. And they'll be back in January. They'll be touring in January in Melbourne at the Retreat Hotel in Brunswick. So you can catch them then in Jan 2020. But this is a very it, dream pop, I guess. They they did say dream pop. It's okay. very... I'm um, expecting something shimmery. Yeah. That's a good... It's You, you, you speak in textures. I dig mm, it. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, this is Hachiku with Shark Attack. Shark attack, you know how to react. Your mother cries, you know the reason why. But do you know? Your smell, it lingers.
sorry, that was uh, uh, was not on that at all. I pushed all the buttons. I'm in charge of the button pushing, and I shouldn't be. <laughs> and yet I have been for a year and allowed <laughs> to be on air for a year. So there you go. Those buttons didn't. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what was coming. No, that's right. So that was Hachiku with Shark Attack. And uh, what were your thoughts? Um, yeah, look, I'm I'm waiting to see how you can um, cram a Jaws reference. That, like, I don't know. It was kind of dark and moody. Oh, like yeah. a yeah. shark says. Right. Yeah. Like, like a, a shark d- looking up through like the shimmering dolls water. There's my sh- there's my Jaws good, reference. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I just slipped it in there. <laughs> now we're going to go to a quick break, and then we're going to come back to a an alt rock band called Cold Words, and uh, a new track of theirs called Outcast. So we will be back in a minute. Looking to start your journey in radio? The Pulse is offering an introduction to radio broadcasting short course. This comprehensive course covers a variety of areas, including radio scripting, interview techniques, studio operations, and media law. The course is available over Monday evening or Saturday day sessions. For upcoming course dates, visit our website at 947thepulse.com. Port of Geelong is a busy international waterway that means jobs for around 5,000 people and millions of dollars for the local economy. The Port of Geelong. It's big and it's beautiful, but make sure you keep clear of the big ships. A message from the Victorian Regional Channels Authority. Station sponsor. Welcome back. You're on... Oh, hi. Those big ships. I know. I know. They're big and beautiful. (laughs) Like me. Um, (laughs) So, uh, that... uh, You were just listening to Hachiku uh, with Shark Attack. And we're going to go into a new track by Cold Words. So, they are... uh, Where are they from? I think they're Brisbane or Queensland. Um... But they were formed by a guy called Regan Hughes, and he's formerly of Left of Left for Wolves. Oh, sorry, they're Melbourne. They are Melbourne. Uh, Left for Wolves, which was disbanded. And then uh, Cold Words was sort of formed, apparently, out of the need for an outlet for emotion and creativity. So... <clears throat> a band's good for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's writing music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you just kind of pour all of that emotion mm. into your songs and you depress other people with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just filter it all through there. a distortion pedal. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Exactly right. I mean, that's what Damien Rice does. And you just sit there in the dark and listen to Damien Rice when you're sad. And, uh, <laughs> which is some, totally not what I do. And uh, <laughs> I just got a peek behind the curtain there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, not, it's not sad unless the wine comes out with a candle. <clears throat> If I'm listening to it just normally, then I'm totally fine. Uh, (laughs) So they're a prog rock band that are apparently influenced by 90s grunge and alternative groups. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell me more. And I'm kind of picking that up in what I'm hearing, but I'm also, I get a very uh, 36 Crazy Fist vocals vibe from him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But but without the accent. Bit of that styling, Mm. bit of that warbling kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, see what you think. Um, but basically this track is self-recorded and produced, so they've done it all themselves. Um, and 
what they've said about it is that it's an intensely honest and personal journey through alienation, depression, and anxiety. Uh, the lyrics are soul-bearing and grim at times, but the narrative stays tongue-in-cheek throughout the musical passages. So that's uh, it's pretty deep stuff. Lay it on me. I know. And the track name is Outcast, which is probably, you know... Self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. You don't expect sunshines and rainbows. Exactly. Well, I mean, that would, yeah, that would be very misleading. Mm. So <laughs> this is uh, Cold Words with Outcasts.
Outcasts. Mm. It's just called Outcasts by Cold Words. So what are your thoughts? I, I really dug that. Yeah. I was expecting it to go heavy, but then I realized it didn't mm. need to. And it had really, really had that kind of like left outside alone in the cold kind of feel mm. to it. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Song. Like kind of like an outcast? Yes. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. Well done. And they and they like recorded and did all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They mixed it all themselves and, you know, produced it themselves. And that's, it's easier now, I think, to have a home studio. Yes. Now that obviously... There's so much stuff that's accessible via the internet uh-huh, and uh-huh, you don't uh-huh. necessarily need a full studio set up to you record just something need now. Time and patience. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um so yeah, they're they're around they'll be around Melbourne. Um I don't have any tour dates or anything like that at the moment, but they will be around. Uh so we're gonna move into our last artists of the day, which is the June Rats. Now you're familiar with these guys. Yeah. Or you I, like them. I, I I like them. I like them. Yeah. You know, this is rowdy punk stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now this is Admittedly, the first time I listened to them today, I'd never heard of them beforehand. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and they are, they are very quintessential Australian punk. Like, yeah, just, they're, they're picking up the baton from where, like, Frenzel. Yes. Took, yes. Yeah. 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 And I was trying to think when I was listening to it today, I was, I'm like, who are they like? And I was running through them. I was like, Area 7, 28 days, but nah, Frenzel. Frenzel. Yep. Yeah. That's who I was thinking. Ah. Oh, and I couldn't pick it. And <laughs> I was, yep. You've, yeah, you've nailed it. So they they describe themselves as a, now I'm going to, I'm going to cut out. Expletives. I'm going to do my own beeps. So they describe themselves as three hyperactive stoner beeps (laughs) who didn't come here for a haircut. So that's 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 them in a sentence. Now they're from Brisbane. Uh, they've been around since 2010, so they've they've been around for a while. And they're a mixture of surf rock, indie rock, punk, garage. This is this is the genres that they've sort of yeah. placed on themselves, which is fairly accurate. Um, their debut album was released in 2017, so I'm assuming they just had an EP and you yeah, know some, a so. string yeah, of singles yeah, 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 for yeah, seven yeah, years, yeah. and then they've released their debut album in 2017, which also landed on Triple J's Hottest 100 mm-hmm. and went to number one on the that's, ARIA charts. That's where I know them from. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, they were. Huge, over almost like an overnight success as soon as they yeah. released that album. So, um, this song's called Crazy, and this is what they've said about it. They've said it's one of our heavier songs that we wrote over in LA when we were surrounded by a lot of excess. Everyone is doing anything and everything because it's available, whether it's taking drugs, eating shitty food, or being surrounded by technology. All this stuff at the end of the day, while someone at the time doesn't leave you any whilst awesome at the time, sorry, doesn't leave you any better off if, even if it feels that way in the moment. So I, we get a lot of these where it's uh, bands that are becoming very self-reflective in the light of gaining a bit of momentum and being yeah. in the spotlight yeah. and what that actually means and the lifestyle that goes with it. So I'm... And like, you know, the kind of culture shock of being like a, a brizzy band that's suddenly over in LA. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, just being, being what they are as June rats, yeah. being, yeah, going from June rats to selling out shows yeah. and 
touring overseas. It would be really confronting. Yeah, 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 full on to deal with. So this is basically what the new track Crazy is covering. So this is June Rats with Crazy. So that was the new one from the June Rats with Crazy. Uh, now, normally it would be Erin's uh, pick of the week, but she's not here. So You're stuck with me now. That's right. It's Steve's pick of the week. Now, it could be anything. But uh, tell us about what, what your pick of the week is. Okay. So um, my pick of the week is um, I've, I've got to plug me mate's band. <laughs> Naturally. <Yeah>. So... <laughs> uh, so um, this is a band called The Orphan from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, and I, <clears throat> I will refer to their bio. Uh-huh. Good, good. Uh, um, and also bleep out expletives. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that. Yeah. The, the Orphan formed, uh, <laughs> formed from a desire to separate music from the bullshit. <laughs> nice. It was very subtle. <laughs> uh, 
rooted in hardcore punk akin to The Chariot, Converge, Norma Jean, and Botch, uh, drawing influence from drums being hit too hard, guitar amps being turned up too high, <laughs> and vocals that mean every single word. I love it already. Yeah. The Orphan is five people making a whole lot of messy noise. Oh, fabulous. So uh, the song I've uh, got queued up uh, is from their latest uh, EP. Um Oh yeah, released in June this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's super new. Uh, the EP is called Death Rattle. Yes. Um, and this song is called Love Is. Yes. Uh, it's a minute and a half long. <laughs> and be careful with it because it will rip your face off. Okay. All right. There's a there's a face warning. Yeah. With this one. Yeah. And they uh, you said they've they've got a tour coming up or they've got a gig coming uh, up. Yeah. 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 So they've got a couple of shows coming up. Yeah. Um. So they're heading up to uh, Queensland mm-hmm. uh, Saturday 16th November to play this uh, Schema That's Festival next weekend. Yeah. It's nice. With yep. uh, Wind Waker and uh, Void of Vision. Well, if you were looking for an excuse to fly to Queensland, now, that's yeah. it. <laughs> um, something a little closer to home here is do, 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 Pretty Like a Pistol Tour, um, which is yeah, at the Bendigo Hotel uh, on the 20, Thursday, the 21st of November. Oh, nice. So a couple uh, of weeks. Yep. That is with um, Drive Time Commute and Deadweight 80. Okay. Nice. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, if, if you like a nice... Rowdy crowd, <laughs> drenched <laughs> in sweat. And don't we all? It really brings back memories ears. for me. Yeah. yeah, I think the sweatiest gig I've. Oh, it's actually mm. it, there's a there's, mm. there's two there's two that come to mind. It was Cog's final farewell tour. Okay. In 2010, mm-hmm. I think, when they actually said, you know, this is it, we're not coming back, and then they came back. Yeah. Um, it was at the Ferntree Gully Hotel. Oh, yep. And it was 40 degrees. Yep. And by the end of it, there was not a dry person in that gig at all. Because the roof is so low in there. There's no air. Yeah. It was just yeah. a sweaty mess it of is, people. It is, it is, it, it, it's a hurt locker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then the second one was Alexis on Fire at, oh, yeah. um, at uh, oh God, where was I? Closed now. Oh. Yeah, they're all closing. Yeah, I know. It's, dep- it's a bit depressing. Um. One of the most recently sweatiest shows I saw was um, 36 Crazy Fists uh, and Super Heist. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the Heist. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The They're crowd, insane. The crowd was mobile. Yes. <laughs> and the, the thing about Ezekiel Locks is that he doesn't give you a choice. You, no, you are. <laughs> you, you, you are you, part you of You move. It. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And if you don't move, he'll come to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Nice. So, this is... Uh, so, they've got a gig playing Saturday uh, the 23rd of November uh, uh, in Bendigo. So, hang on. It is the... Uh, sorry. Um, I've got... What is it? Friday, November 15th. That's up in Queensland as well, up in Ipswich. Yep. And then there's the Schema tour. All right. We're going to play it. Prepare yourself. Oh, God. All right. Cool. There's a face warning and mm-hmm. there's also a language warning. Well, and so. yeah, <laughs> uh, I should, I should also, I should also, um, mention that, yeah, this, uh, the guitarist of, uh, this band is, uh, one of my old bandmates. Um, and, yeah. and, and I asked him which, uh, which orphan song, um, would he, want me to flog and he said um uh love is has a nice message 
it's in there somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, so, yeah. All right. See if you can find the message. <laughs> so, uh, last track of the day. Stay tuned for Pandemonium afterwards. You've been listening to Grounded on 94.7 The Pulse with Sam and Steve Yay. this week. Yay. And uh, have an amazing Friday and an amazing weekend. And we will catch you next week. Bye.